This is a HeadGum Podcast. When I have a demon in my life, or maybe just a small gripe, something doesn't seem right until I confront them and they make nice. The world is full of snakes and whores. Get through the grim that's in the world. Confronting demons with Megan. Confronting demons with, confronting demons with Megan Stalter. Or, or Meg Stalter. Sometimes you go by Meg. Okay, now this is the real podcast. And uh, <laughs> I'm always bad at introing it. Oh yeah, but Nick wanted to say, oh, Kayla. Okay, so we just did the a podcast with Caleb Heron, who was so funny. I was crying, laughing the whole time. And Nick Salter, who I was crying, laughing the whole time. And they're apologizing to each other for being mean. But honestly, the, you guys didn't say anything. That the was energy mean. of it, you know? You we're friends. So Nick and I are very close friends, but often in real life. Yeah. <laughs> they actually hang out yeah. more than we do. Yeah. Um. So in this podcast, we talk about the worst thing that happened to us just kidding we talk about some things that we want to be confronting in our real lives uh nick do you have anything this week that you want to confront somebody about or uh, someone that confronted you um well the only people that i've seen this week have been my family i haven't left the house in for in so long so the only person maybe I want to confront might be you, Megan. Oh, because every time every time I go to the bathroom when I come out, Megan says, "What were you doing in there?" And, and that's not fair. It's so funny to me to say that. I'm laughing. Caleb, at the wouldn't idea you that. laugh yeah, if you heard me say that? <laughs> or I'll say, "Where did you go? Where did you go?" Start screaming. That's a funny bit. Even though you know, that. it's you know so where I was. Funny to do that because. You know what? You know, you know, I'm very self-conscious about what happens in the bathroom because of something that happened to me when I was in elementary school. Wait, what was it? When I was in elementary school, I guess this is a confrontation too. I was in, I was already, I was already afraid of, this is another, it's just another confrontation, I guess, but it, it, you know, loops back and kind of explains why, um, it, uh, it hurts me when, when you ask me what happened to you in the bathroom. bathroom. I've had some curious some curious curious people about what I've done in the bathroom in the past and I was in gym class in elementary school and I really had to um had to go in there and do something and um I was already a little bit afraid of public bathrooms and towards the end of class I said I can't take it anymore and I started crying because I had to go to the bathroom so bad what grade (laughs) was holding it so bad what if I said 12 uh I was a senior in high school I'm just kidding Um, like I don't know, like that? early elementary school, like maybe third or fourth grade or something like that. So you had to go to the bathroom. And, um, you're crying in gym class. Crying in gym class because I had to go to the bathroom so bad. And, Why wouldn't and the they let you go said, to the bathroom? No, they would. I was just nervous already about going to the bathroom in public. Oh. And um, the gym teacher said, uh, he said, why are you crying? And I said, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> I went to the bathroom. And then while I was in there, gym class let out. And the whole gym class came running to the bathroom. And so I'm doing my business. And then all of a sudden, people are going, who's in here? Who's doing that in there? Kids are so crazy. And then they started jumping over the stall to see who was in no, there. No, are you serious? Yeah, Nick, it was awful. They were jumping over the stall to get a, get a look at who did it. But why would they, you know? Oh, that's so mean. Where's the, where was the teacher? 
doing it too, <laughs> lifting them up. <laughs> doing what gym teachers do. <laughs> That's so yeah, He's mean. the one who started the chant. Oh my God. But Kids are, so I'm very, are scary. So I like to keep what happens in there. Everyone, de- everyone dead God. silent after me saying kids are scary. <laughs> We're going to have to cut that, the dead silence off. Wait, Caleb, do you have, don't you have a story about confirming Yeah, teachers? well, I, you know, cut me off if, I'm, if I go too long because it's a long story, but. I'll- no, it's my, okay, Nick, this is my favorite yeah, story. I fell in love with Caleb this- during you telling the story. I, was I, this, this, I, I don't want to oversell it because it's just a fine story. But the, the, the night that I told this story at a show is the night, Meg, that we met. Yeah, because I feel like we knew each yeah, other like, kind of, but like, like that was our official night, night, right? Oh, my God. And I was supposed to do a set after Caleb told the story <laughs> and I was laughing too hard. And I think I don't think I got one joke out. <laughs> I was like, when, oh, my God. Okay, when I was okay. in third grade, I, um, I, we had a substitute teacher one day. So I walked into class and the substitute who I knew, like I knew her from around the school. She was like, I walked in, I was ready to have a good day. And that <laughs> 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 killed me at the beginning. You were ready to have a good day. What was an well, especially good day just, you have your uh getting over um so i i, I someone, someone in my family had recently been disgraced in the community and, and, and i can't talk about the details because uh one of my aunts really listens to everything you uh, uh but you know i had to be a publicly disgraced family member and we were just i was just sort of starting to feel normal again after that and um I walked into the room and teacher goes, I was, I was going to my normal desk and the substitute goes, you're not sitting at your normal desk today. Like very proud at the time. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And she was like, go sit in the back. And I go to the back and there's like this fucking shanty town they set up in the back. Like we're all set around like this little fucking tiny table. It's cramped. It's like in the back, very back of the room by like the bookshelf. I was like, okay, like, you know, life is 10% what happens to us, 90% how we respond to it. So I'm like, so I'm like trying to like, I'm like, this is fine. This is good, actually, to be thrown off your game. So I'm, you're still ready for a good day. Angie, who I've never talked to before, and like two other kids. And uh, she goes, my teacher goes, well, today, class, we're sitting, the, the kids with brown hair in the, are going to sit in the back. And the kids with uh, every other color hair are going to sit in their normal spots because the kids in the brown with the brown hair are bad. And I was like, I was like, it's your first day here. You sort of don't know me at all. But what she think was in your hair? Did she think you were poopy in your hair? That's why your hair was brown. I want a way to introduce yourself. So. Whatever. Like this, this woman clearly has a problem. So. Then we go throughout the day and she, she's like, every fucking step of the way, she's testing me. She's like trying my patience. She's like, she's and I'm like a pretty quiet kid for the most part at this point. Like third grade, I'm not really like super, but she's like, she like goes around, she's like snack time. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like I need this. And she was like, she was like, um, she gave all the kids in front of us, like their, their pick of Skittles and M&Ms and Snickers. And I was like, it be kind of picked over by the time it gets to us. I can see it running out. And then she comes to the back and she gives us she gives us a choice of like peanut butter crackers or celery 
I was like, I was like, um, I want a Snickers. Like, I want an M&M's. I want whatever. And she was like, you guys haven't earned those. And I was like, how did they earn them? They haven't done, we haven't done anything. It's, it's, middle, it's the beginning of the day. And she was like, I'm not taking questions about this right now. The brown haired kids get celery or peanut butter crackers. And I was like, this bitch has an issue. But I was like, but I was like, let me keep myself together for me and my life. And then I, I remember the breaking point. This goes on all day. And then like towards the end of the day, she's like, okay, recess. Um, all the kids in the front of class line up. We're going outside to play kickball. Um, we're going to do extended recess today. And then she tells the brown hair kids, you can do silent, sustained reading in the classroom. And I was like, <laughs> you are out of your country ass mind. If you think everyone else is going to do extended kickball and I'm going to fucking read Amelia Bedelia, there's no... There's no possible <laughs> world where this I feel like stood up out of my chair, like knocked my little chair over. I was like, this is, this sucks. This is not. She was like, she was like, it's a lesson. Can I talk to you in the hallway? I want to talk to you about the lesson. And I was like, no, you can't talk to me in the hallway. I want to go to the principal's office. Like, arranged. And I was like, didn't do it. And so she like took me to the principal's office. And then she and the principal had to explain to me that we were doing a version of the blue eyes, brown eyes experiment where they teach you about race. I mean, okay, look, okay, so technically, yes, I ruined the, the lesson about racism. I was not being an ally, yeah. But I also, I think, taught a lesson about being a revolutionary. And, you know, the only way I could have been more cool is if I went yeah. to Attica while I was doing it. <laughs> it's so crazy it's that we're doing also, that like, to you guys. I was though. already cool. Like I, I, I had, I had all kinds of friends. I don't know why I had to go through the little simulation. Like, can't you just do it to the bad kids? <laughs> I think so the lesson funny. that I took from it was that brown-haired kids are bad because you did throw your chair. That to me is that you should get an award <laughs> yeah. for doing that for sticking up for your little class. Yeah. Who could, everybody yeah. that just thought that was normal, These that's what's wrong. Those kids should be getting like, attention. To just say the Pledge of Allegiance whenever they're told. I was a fucking thinker. I was an artist. And I said, no, I won't do it. <laughs> 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 oh my God, that's so funny. I just, so well, who is that for? Like, at the end of the day, did she say, like, you didn't know this, guys, but that was actually they, a they little, go through and little bit of I a mean, lesson. It's a really good experiment, actually. Jane, Jane Elliott. Uh, They're so little. So that class is so little. Really fucked up area where, like, we still do have to have. The, like, I feel like, like this would never happen in, like, a, a school in a progressive area now. But, like, where I, for sure, it needed to happen. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I was, mm. What's the speech at the end, though? I, what does she say, like? You guys, I was I kidding. It. it didn't get there. Everyone else separate from me because I was in the principal's <laughs> office cooling down. <laughs> oh, okay, but the but the lesson is basically like, look at how bad. Yeah. It is so in the original experiment, it's blue eyes and brown eyes, and and Jane, the woman who runs it, gives like, yeah, she gives yeah. this big speech where she's like, um, the way I treated you today was the way the blacks are treated in America, and whites are complicit in this. You know, she does her whole thing, and it's it's really brilliant. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just <laughs> wild when your class is that young and like in today's yeah. world, and like everyone should know that. And yeah, wow. My, my thing that I was going to confront to this week was basically a past thing I kept thinking about. 
uh, was that uh, I was thinking about church stuff and I told Nick this yesterday, but we had a pastor once dress up like a homeless man and he um, went to church and then ran on stage during the sermon and was like, you, none of you talk to me. And like, we knew it was him because like, it clearly was just him dressed up. And then another thing I thought about that was wild was I was in like a worship team uh, at church and one of my friends said they overheard the other girl tell everyone (laughs) to turn down my mic. When I was singing, Aww. I know. So if they're listening right Aww. now, that was really rude. Also online, either wait, one. Oh, <laughs> pastor, pastors what? are always trying to pull little wait, pranks. What? Like my youth, youth pastor would always be like, "I know yeah. sex might feel good. Come on, chill here. Who thinks sex might feel good?" And then we would be like, "I don't." It probably, and he would be like, "Of course it feels good." It was always like a trick. <laughs> of course oh my god one time my our pastor said that he told everyone they're also like obsessed with sex right it's like all they talk about and like every sermon's about like they're allowed to say how much they want to have sex with their wives but then we're not allowed to have sex i remember (laughs) our pastor saying once he goes the only way i can describe the only way i can describe feeling the holy spirit it's an orgasm it's like an orgasm and i'm like "I, i honest to god honest to god I do have a lot of, like, I believe in God and have felt this, this is going to be very wild, but I, I'm going to tell you anything I've felt at right. church it's has never felt like, feel. like you feel, you definitely feel, oh, someone's trying to come in the room. Oh, my mom is. Mm. Uh, I was going to yeah. say, I had a, I had a, um, in uh youth church, there was, I told you about this, Megan, when I, um, when the pastor tried to do a little bit, like a little lesson about <laughs> giving and I totally messed the whole thing up. Because you do? he like, uh, so like one oh, kid I in remember. the front row, you remember it, the one kid in the front row, he's like, all right, so this is Jimmy. This is his birthday. He loves football. Okay. We're going to play a game. And then, uh, it's like the winner of the game gets all these football cards. You're like, so, okay. It's an obvious <laughs> setup. Like he's going to lose. And then whoever wins is supposed to give him the cards. Yeah. I played the game. I won, of course. And then I kept the football cards and I didn't give them to him. Wait, so he was trying to show you that you should be sharing. And then you said, no, I'm actually going to keep them. Oh, that's so awkward. I fully kept them. I didn't even like football. You know, they love to give, they love, our pastor loved to throw candy bars at us. Not at us, like hurting us, but he would love to like use candy. It it is like someone said online, like pastors are like, it's like a Michael Scott character from The Office. My And uh, it's so true. My youth group was obsessed with Because he's always throwing stuff. As a concept. Do you guys yeah, it was like every week I would really? show up to church and something would be like molded in jello and we'd have to get it out. Like it was like, there was always some opposite <laughs> shit going on at my church. It's crazy. Yours was direct. Yours was direct. They were like being really honest about where they were well, taking they their material taking, from. <laughs> they, love, um, they love like including props or candy because they want everyone Here's the thing for real, because like we grew up in youth group and was like actually very involved in youth group at church. And we actually ran the concession stand for a couple months and thought it was going to change our lives. Oh, I have something about that, too. I have something about that. Go ahead. ahead. Wait, what what was your thing about the concession stand? I was going to talk about running the concession stand, too, because I used to take so much candy and chips from there. And I'd be sitting behind the counter and people would be trying to pay for their chips and I'd be eating four bags of chips. I'd have a bunch of Snickers bars in my hands oh my and I'd be God. eating them all, stealing from them. And then um, other people are <laughs> struggling to buy their candy. It was right. a real lesson in privilege. 
they once split us up by girls and guys <laughs> to do a, a talk about sex. And they had like one of the really hot high school guys. This is when I was in middle school. They had one of the really hot high school guys talk to us about sex for like an hour. And I was like, you guys are not doing what you think you're doing. Like, wearing this like super tight shirt being like yeah I'm like of course like sex is something that we want to have with girls but like and I was like oh. <laughs> everyone in church is just so like horny <laughs> and then all you're talking about is not being able to have sex and you're like this I think that they just love props candy all that stuff because they want to make like church fun and it's like yeah mm. but church can be fun if you're like focusing on like community hanging out with your friends we don't need like candy thrown mm. at us oh, oh that's my <laughs> message church can be fun guys it's true if you focus on the right thing and you're not throwing yogurt i remember one time he threw a yogurt into the audience and everyone laughed mm. and we wanted it it was so sad <laughs> oh that's really sad um, caleb did you ever go to church camp yeah, well mission trips and we would we would do camp style yeah yeah yeah, I was gonna say they're the the all that sexual that's oh. all bumped up, all the sexual tension when you're when you're at the yeah. camp or on a. Go oh ahead. yeah, because you're like sleeping I, over. We went on one mission yeah. trip to Tennessee, and they, I think, I think this kid's actually in prison now, but but they roomed me with the hottest guy in our youth group, <laughs> and he was obsessed with being naked in the room. And he was like, "I'm, I'm like to this day, I've looked him up. He's still hot. Like he was so hot." <laughs> Oh, there's always I mean, someone so I was literally every day at prayer, like we would have like two or three hours of prayer and like every time we were praying I would just be like praying to God being like is this a test like what what is the what is the message behind me having to remember <laughs> this guy like it, all I thought about <laughs> literally like every fantasy is like I'm married yeah, yeah, to them like in the fantasy, fantasy so it's okay I'm thinking this thing this <laughs> Also at our church camp, one time me and Nick saw this girl. This is like the craziest thing we've ever saw in our whole lives. But there was <laughs> I can watch there it was... in my head. Sometimes when I'm sad, I'll watch, I'll replay this happening in my head and just watch it and laugh. And you're gonna be and thinking it's bad we're laughing, but it's okay because she so ends up funny. being okay. But basically there was a zip line at our in our church camp and it like truly didn't look like we should be on it. And I wasn't about to get on it. And like, I was not about to ride that thing. Like it, I'm not going to get on a zip line that like our pastor's hooking us up to. And I gotta be honest. I had probably, <laughs> I had been on that zip line like four times that day before this <laughs> happened. It's such a crappy zip line. I was truly worried. And I remember me and Nick and Abby and my pastor literally watching this happen. But like, uh, this girl comes down her, her zipline flips her over. She bounces her head on the ground three times. It She's a, it's coming from like a big tall tree. There's like a stand in a tree up in the sky. She ju- she jumps off to she jumps off free as free as free We're as day. We're all watching her being like, off. oh look at her go. Literally she falls straight her. to the ground, like straight from the top of the tree all the way hits the ground. Her head bounces, on the ground. Bounces. Doesn't she not bounce her head on the ground three times? She bounced her head on the ground three times, and then her body was swinging from the zipline as it brought her. Because you know, on a zipline, like it'll <laughs> send you forward, and then it'll kind of you'll kind of slowly come back. As she's slowly coming back, her whole body's limp. She's hanging from the zipline, and nobody screamed. Nobody was like, "Oh my god!" Nobody reacted. Like I think our pastor was like, "Oh, oh my god!" Like kind of like said like, "Oh my god," but didn't scream mm. like. If today that happened, I'd be like, oh, God, you know, screaming normal. I think because it looked funny. We all were awkward. It looked what? It looked funny right away. It <laughs> yeah. didn't look scary. It looked funny because she bounced so many times. But we weren't laughing at the time. We were not laughing. We were not laughing at her at the time. 
no, no, and you go then ahead. the craziest part. part what'd you say no well i was changing the subject no, you go ahead you i don't know if you guys related to this or not but all the boys on our mission trips would get funny haircuts <laughs> Like I have pictures of me with like a bald head, but still sides. Oh my god! You know? Wait, I do feel like remember? Didn't you? Didn't we shave your head on a mission trip, or is that someone else, Nick? Oh no! When we were in Peru, um, there was a girl that I liked, and I made her mad, and she, um, and then I just so to make up for it, I let her cut my hair, and it was terrible. She did a really bad oh, job. Oh, that's so church flirting. Yeah. It really is. I was like, I was like, I I know you're really mad at me, but do you want to cut my hair? hair. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. No, the only other thing I was going to say is the craziest part of the story is that she was literally went to the hospital after and came back for church service at night. Yeah. Like she made it in. And like, that's so humiliating to be like, yeah, I'm not like to be like everyone when you come back and everyone's like, why are you here? You literally slammed your head on the floor three times. But it's funny because she's fine it's and nothing fine. bad happened. I did, a, I did a, um, on a mission trip. We were at dinner once and I, I made a joke about there were these two salt and pepper shakers that we had found. While we, were, uh, we were like digging. We were building a home for somebody <laughs> and we were digging. And we found these old salt and pepper shakers in the ground that looked like really mystic for some reason. And I was doing a joke. I was like, yeah, what if what I was doing some bit. I was like, what if the salt and pepper shakers had uh, powers and they made us super rangers or something? It just be I would like being a fucking weirdo. And my youth pastor, like, we're all, like, kind of laughing. And my youth pastor across the table goes, hey, Caleb, what you're describing is blasphemy. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's, like, dead serious. Oh, my God. And I was, like, like, yeah, I was just kidding. And he was, like, we don't kid about that. And I was, like, I was in so much trouble. It was crazy. (gasps) Oh, That's when I... Oh he's going, God. Caleb. He's going, Caleb. That's blasphemy. You're just kind of making the salt and pepper shaker kiss each other. You're going, oh, what if they oh kissed? And they- <laughs> that's blasphemy. So that's fully blasphemy, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> my pastor once told me that, like, if I that I was like the leader of my family, and if I wasn't praying for them, like bad stuff would be happening. Oh, well, as like a teenager or like a young adult, and I was like, well, God, be- I still think about that sometimes. With, like, the kind of stuff that they can say to, like, make a, a young person. You know yeah. what I mean? Crazy. That's wild. Look at Dead Silence. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You guys are like, uh, way, way to bring it down. You're like, well, let's talk about the salt and pepper shakers again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just wild some of the stuff. Because then, like, some of the stuff people say, and then you're like, well, they're in power or whatever in the church. And you're like, oh, wait, that didn't come from God, 100%. though. That came from a person that said that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, she slammed her head on the floor three times and got rushed to the hospital. We're all sitting we're all sitting around a bonfire and she comes walking up behind us and we're like We're like, oh uh, we thought she was coming back from the dead. We fully forgot what happened earlier in the day. Like I was like, Oh, I you guys back. you guys don't even care. She's like, Oh, you guys don't even care. You're sitting around a fire drinking energy drinks because that's all that I they would, would be feed so us. So pissed if I came back and nobody was crying. <laughs> If I came back and nobody was even thinking about me and was like, oh, why are you in the hospital? I would would freak out. Hook myself back up to the zip line and do round two. We're going to get this right. (laughs) (laughs) Hook myself up. Oh my God. Maybe they'll cry this time. (laughs) Is there any other thing you guys have been wanting to confront somebody about? uh, Just sort of in your week, in your little last little 
a little last confronting. I don't really have anything other than Nick was kind of running around the house like a banshee this morning. And I wanted to confront him and tell him to be nice, being really like, I want you to be giving me gifts today to make up for how you were running around this morning and kind of screaming at me. Can I be honest? Because I woke up a little bit later than I wanted to. <laughs> and Megan calls me and she's like, we have to, we have to go into the Zoom meeting to, in 15 minutes. I said, you minutes. have to bring me a chair to my room. Yeah. And that was what it was. So I'm like rushing to put on clothes. <laughs> like I'm making a coffee because I'm so tired. And Megan's going like, Nick, can you bring me a chair? Can you bring me a chair? Because he carries it up the stairs so good. <laughs> He's really such a good brother. He's like, oh, I would say like if I had money to pay him to be my assistant, I would. I, yesterday, <laughs> I would I would confront um, uh, a landlord in Los Angeles, California. I sent uh, Shelby, Shelby Wilson. I sent Molly Carney, star and icon. Um, Shout out. Okay, Wilson, three, Molly, two Carney, shout like, outs. Um, we sent Molly to look at an apartment for us, and it was cute online. It was still pretty cute in person, but it was so dirty. It was like, there was like, I could on FaceTime, I could see there was like, I was oh, like, really? no one's going to clean the tile. Like, it was like so, it was so grody. I was like, this, you know oh, what? Weird. So, if, if Darren in Los Angeles, who runs a couple properties in um, Little Arcadia, if you're listening, you're I'm confronting <laughs> you. You're a demon to me. To hear a demon to him because you should be cleaning up before you're showing, and it would be so easy clean to clean up a little bit. Especially video, yeah, you could totally trick me on video. Just put in a little work. <laughs> Molly was so sweet. Did she Molly was like, say it was gross? She, she didn't say anything until she got back to her car, and then she was like, she was like, I mean, if I'm honest with you guys, um, you know, it's pro- it's probably like a six. Uh, <laughs> Oh, honestly, oh. six not, isn't that bad. Yeah, you gotta take what you get. Is it ten like I think, a mansion? I think maybe by. Six I think we're looking good. for an eight. I think we're looking for. Oh my gosh! In New York, I have weird standards because of because of looking for an apartment in New York. So, like when I was looking for an apartment, several places, like two or three places that we looked at, yeah. we walked in and there's no stove, and they're like, "Yeah, there's not going to be a stove for a couple months. It's probably going to be like two Maybe like two months. We'll like we'll knock a hundred dollars off the rent. I just don't believe they're putting that stove in that. So you're never gonna get a stove. No, if there's not a stove, you're not getting one. And that apartment's like two thousand dollars a month for <laughs> for not stove. For no stove. It should come with a stove. <laughs> I looked at another one where it didn't I know those. I've heard of those. Like, oh, do they have like a shared bathroom or something? Yeah, yeah. and we wanted it. There was no kitchen, no bathroom. It had like a basically like you a wanted it. Fridge, yeah, yeah. We like it. But they didn't have a stove or a bathroom. Okay, there. Here. Okay, let's end on this. Would you rather? Would you rather not have a stove or not have a bathroom? And guess what? If you're picking no bathroom, there is a community bathroom, but it's a floor below you. If you're picking stove, it's a floor. Below I would rather you not. So, so, so. Let me be clear. You. If you so, if I say I want the bathroom, I do I get to have the bathroom in my apartment or that? <laughs> so, if you want the bathroom, it's in your apartment and your stove is downstairs, two flights of stairs. And by the bathroom or, in the apartment, she means there's a toilet in the middle of the apartment, it's just right in the middle of the apartment. No, it's a real bathroom. <laughs> wait, no, wait. So, you if you pick bathroom, it's a really nice bathroom, it's not too crazy nice. There's a shower, there's not a yeah. tub, but it's pretty big. Oh, Nick's left us. And then yeah. if you pick and that's in your apartment 
And if you pick, you want, you don't want this. And if you want the stove, that's in there. But the bathroom I is the same want, bathroom. It's just two flights below you. I want so bathroom would you rather in the apartment. Like I don't care if bathroom. there's not a stove in the entire building because all I do is eat out or cook shit in a microwave. So I'm like. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I definitely choose the bathroom in the apartment. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Not a very, not a very hard. Would you? What rather. a lively game to end on. <laughs> Nick said. Nick said. Would you rather have a million dollars or get your ass kicked every day? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you. Would you rather always smell like this? Is the one he's been asking me for days. Always smell like you've pooped your pants. Like everyone around you thinks that you do. You don't really smell it because like you're used to it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But other people do. Or would you rather? Um, and but there's no. You haven't actually. There's like there's no poop in your pants. Or would you rather? have actually pooped in your pants all the time like there's always poop in your pants but you <laughs> oh my god smell like it. um the second you, one you want it in your pants but i, I would rather and you're feeling it but you're not you can deal it. with that internally and you can just like be to yourself but if you smell like shit all the time yeah no one's gonna hang out with you you have no life i'll take the that's true that's true i choose the second one because i Hold on, though. Another way that people might not want to be friends with you is if you always have wait. They can um, see it, but poop leaking out of your pants. Wait, what? You said you couldn't see it. You can go through all the measures that you want to to try to keep it in. But oh there- yeah, definitely. I'll just wrap yeah, a sweater around my waist. I'll, I'll wear I'll wear I'll wear Saran wrap underwear if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to smell all the time that bad because people would literally stop working with you. If you I, smell like that all the time, the way home. that you, if you shake your pants, you, you can't even be in the same room as someone that's done that. And you would ne- yeah, say goodbye to your sex life. I'd probably choose that. Probably <laughs> hey, choose hey, life. say goodbye to your sex life. People are going to be wanting to, at least if you have it in your pants, you can clean yourself up. Oh, hello. I'm in the bedroom now. <laughs> no, but it's still there. Like you're, it's constantly happening. You can never... Nick's, okay. Nick's so mad. He's like, I really well, wanted is, you to pick this. Is... <laughs> I know. Why would you want us to pick the other one? Would you pick the other one? Yeah. And I would just live a life of solitude. I would just be. Life of solitude smelling around? Nick, you deserve more than that. Yeah, you need to literally <laughs> respect yourself. You should pick. You need to respect yourself and put the poopy in your pants <laughs> and not be smelling. Yeah, he's he's literally smoking, upset with us. Now. Oh my gosh. Fine. I picked the smelling one. I can't wait to hang out with you and yeah. you smell me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Caleb, thank you so much. You were so funny and I love you so much. And I really hope Darren gives so you a really nice I can't wait to see you in LA. Everyone, email us or subscribe at Forever Dog and it's everywhere that you've been having Spotify or wherever you're listening on now. Subscribe to us. And also email me at Megan. Megan's fat ass little waist big titties.com to tell me if you'd rather smell like poop or be having poop in your pants. That was a headgum podcast.